Welcome everyone to Perched on the Top Shelf. I am the Perched Correspondent, Justin. Uh, you may notice his absence, but Lee Walker is not here this week, unfortunately. He will be back next week, and all the best to him with, you know, some certain things going on. But uh, today I do have a very familiar guest, if you're familiar with the Perched on the Top Shelf series. We have Custom Hasbro maker, Chris Phantom. Chris, how you doing today? Yeah, doing good, buddy. How are you? I'm good, man. You know, we started this last week, myself and Lee, talking about the WF Hasbros, and I know you have a very big appreciation for the line as well, so yeah. I'm excited to get a second opinion this week. Yeah, and that was a great episode last week. I really enjoyed listening to that. Um, oh, yeah, man, I'm excited to be here. Uh, again, uh, condolences to Lee and, and thoughts with his family and everything, so um, happy to be here, happy to be talking about these awesome tag teams this week, so yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and you heard it from Chris. So to this week, we are going to be talking about the tag teams, the two packs of the Hasbro line, since they pretty much followed Series 1 in between Series 2. Now, the rule with this we're going by is if it's two figures on the card, that I consider a two-pack. So you're not going to see your Earthquake and Typhoon, your Natural Disasters. You're not going to see the Head Shrinkers. You're not going to see Steiner Brothers because they were single-card releases. I just think that's fair. I, I agree, although I think it's unfair that they did that to us as fans and collectors back in the day. Right, right. They would have been great with you on that. <laughs> it would have been amazing looking cards, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's get right into it. So to start, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the Rockers. We the have Rockers. Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, Neon Green Tights. With the uh, they actually did the little zebra print on the boots too on both of them. Yeah, it's a cool little, it's a nice little something they did. I, other than that, they're pretty plain figures, both jumpers. Um, just weird. I, I don't like, and they did the same thing with, with the head shrinkers. I don't like having a tag team with both of them having the same action at all. But right, the jumpers are terrible to begin with, so yeah, and you get two of them. But you know, is I was thinking about this earlier on. Um, and the Rockers, I think, are the the best worst, not the worst best uh, tag team. I they're they're very plain. The figures aren't great, but they're iconic. You, you know, like if you see those, everybody had those. Everybody's got the Rockers in their collection. As a matter of fact, if you're in the area, it's a rule that you must have at least one loose Marty. So, um, yeah, it's just uh, it was. I felt like everybody had them, and they were pretty plain Jane. But you, you wouldn't want to have your collection without them. Oh yeah, but, absolutely. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I give them, I give them like a four point seven out of ten. Four point seven. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, like you said, they are pretty plain. You know, solid colors. The the zebra print on the boots is a nice touch that they didn't have to add. It is. It's a cool add. Thing, yeah. And they did actually mold on the uh, the purple belts too around their waist. Yeah, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Uh, they didn't like use a, another jumper top for that. That was that was definitely a cool little touch as well. You know, they're not terrible figures, and the card is amazing. Um, I don't know if you've got it. I, I'm not 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 a mock collector myself, but not, um, neither am I. So, <laughs> yeah. um, it's a great looking card. Um, you know, I just. You know, the Rockers are what they are. They're good figures. They're iconic, for sure. Um, I think of them when I think Hasbro figures in the same sense that I think of the Series 1 Macho Man or, or anything else like that. So, you know, they're great. They're just not... I would say that they're the, the lowest of the tag teams. 
Yeah, definitely. And, you know, as we said, they are jumpers, both of them. They are two different styles of jumpers. So if you see, Sean has the little yeah. lever on the back, and you kind of press down on the shoulders there. And that Mine's kind of stiff, actually. Jesus Christ. That's uh, good. And then Marty is just, like, full, you know, all the way down to the knees. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't notice that until you held yours up, and I was like, wait, and I looked down. I, honestly, I didn't think about it till I was, like, holding him in my hands just now. Well, you know what I'm thinking right now. Instead of, instead of having to dremel off that back piece, I'll just start using Marty's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Sean and Marty, like I said, it's cool to have the rockers. I mean, you have to have them in this set. Uh... You have to have them, exactly. I think yeah. that's the best way to describe them. If nothing else, the, you got to give them that, that much credit. You have to have them in your collection. Definitely. And when it comes to Sean and Marty, we get much better Hasbros of them later down the line. So absolutely, yeah. This but isn't the only I, I know I for one, and, and probably our buddy Lee and a lot of other kids uh, my age were were using our imaginations and recreating that barbershop scene with these two figures a lot. So oh, um, yeah. that was before we got the the white pants Sean and all that. So you know they weren't without their fun, and I like I said, they look good on display if you remember them well. You know, and they're they're cool figures. I like them. They get yeah. a lot of hate. I just gave them a lot of hate, but at the end of the day, they are iconic Hasbro. Yeah, like you said, they they are absolutely iconic, and you see that a lot in the fucking Hasbro line and the designs of the figures and everything. Like you you know, when you look at that figure, how iconic it is. I like, mean, if nothing else, it's HBK's first WWF figure. You know what I mean? So that's right. that's a cool stat right there. Right. So, yeah, I mean they're 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 cool. I mean, and I think they were. Uh, they're the first tag team set that I owned, I'm pretty sure. Um, I remember getting them for Christmas in 1992. That was a that was a big Hasbro Christmas for me. Um, but I do remember getting that package and opening it. Like I said, it was a great looking card. Um and they were, you know, they were figures you wanted to have. It was a cool set to have. Definitely. And let's move it on to the other tag team in the set. We have Butch and Luke, the Bushwhackers. I'm I'm very partial to these guys. I uh, I remember getting them as well. Now I was trying to remember this earlier. I don't remember when. It was probably another Christmas or a birthday or something like that. I don't remember it as well as I remember uh, the Rockers opening those up. But I do remember getting the tag team set of these guys, and I loved them as a kid. I went to a couple house shows uh, at MacArthur Stadium in Syracuse in '92 and '93, and at one of those two shows, the Bushwhackers grabbed me and my friend Mike and he got his face licked. I fortunately just got a high five. So I got out of that one pretty easy, but um, you know, I, it was cool. I, I was a young kid, had eight years old, having an interaction with wrestlers. So I was always a fan of the Bushwhackers. Um, and I liked the figures. I thought they were cool. Now I will admit, I think that the, the single pack ones that came along down the line were a little bit nicer looking on display. Uh, they got the, the hat accessory. That's cool. But I, I love this black and white scheme with the gray pants. I just think they look great. They're, they're really nice looking figures. Yeah, honestly, I kind of lean towards these a bit more because, like, I look at the, like, you look at the the gray, the black, the white camo, like, you know that's the Bushwhackers. And that's, that's, I, that's I, agree I, think with, about. I agree with that. Uh, that was that was really the, the main ring, uh, ring gear they were wearing when I was that age and, and first starting to watch wrestling, so. I agree with that as far as like the, the look of it, just like kind of catching your eye and being like, that's them um, more so than the other ones. I mean, like I said, those other ones are beautiful, 
um, the Tam ones. I think they're great looking figures and they have the accessories cool. But I, I, you know, I think that the, the two pack, the team pack is, you know, arguably the better set. If these had accessories, I don't think it would be any question that these were the better set. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we talked about the Rockers. They had the same action with the jumper. These two have completely different actions. So no. you move, uh, I want to say this is, I want to say this is Luke. I have no idea, man. If I'm wrong, somebody, like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying. No clue. <laughs> but uh, you kind of move his arm up, and he does a little kick. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, I think that was uh, used with the second million dollar man. I don't remember a lot of other figures using that, but I, I know they did reuse it a few times. But it's a, right. it's a cool action because they don't. it's not, like, one of the main ones. You don't see it a lot. and It's not shitty like a jumper, but it's not, like, you know, you just don't see it that often. Yeah, and then, I believe, like I said, I believe this is Butch, but uh, he does. You can do the walk to the ring. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. I wish I always wish that they would have just done both the same way. Um, but yeah, that I love that. You know what I mean? Like, how cool is that? And that was, I think this was a one-off. I don't remember anybody else using that. Yeah, I don't think so. That action. So definitely, like, very unique action. Obviously, uh. Luke, it was used for the Million Dollar Man in the green suit, so right. that was yeah, definitely no, I, used. I uh, I always loved that. That was like super realistic. You can when you're you know a little kid, you're walking them down the aisle, so to speak, and getting to do that. It was very very cool that they did that. Um, and I, I again, I don't think that that was. I don't. I can't think of anybody they would have used that for. Yeah, just great faces on both of those awesome. things. Yeah, man. I, I honestly, I gotta say, these are, and I really didn't have an opinion coming into this episode. But like, the more I'm looking at them, and the more I have them in hand, and using the actions and everything, yeah, these are just awesome fucking figures. Yeah, no, they're great, man. They really are. I did a a custom set for our buddy West not long ago. He wanted like a tan kind of looking one, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this, but and it actually turned out to be like a really fun project. I made another set of them, uh, and did like a blue. That was kind of, you know, just for fun, and, and they're sitting up there in the back waiting for somebody to take them because I don't, I just made them for fun. Yeah, but yeah, they're they're fun figures, man. They're really cool. I like the uh, the bushwhacker sets. Yep. So there's the bushwhackers, and then we're gonna move on to, you know, think what you want about this. So we have demolition, and got the helmets. Came with the yeah. figures and everything. Here is Smash, who is a re-release of the single card series in Series 1. And we all know Demolition, the famous tag partner. Now, I love that. That's not Axe. I love that Crush figure so much. It, it is a cool figure. The paint is great on it. <laughs> the paint's great on it, but also, like, it's just another another story of, like, me coming into being a wrestling fan right at that time. I was finding out about demolition on the back end. So like I like these figures a lot. I like demolition. I think they're cool. But and it's not a matter of, you know, demolition wasn't that great or whatever. I was just I'm five years too late. You know, demolition was dominating the mid to late eighties scene. I got into it in the very early nineties, ninety one, I wanna say. So like they were still around. But Crush, that I mean, that was the demolition I knew. I didn't really know them so much. So, like, 
when they came out with a new demolition set because series one was just like they did it later on mm-hmm. where they released each character and you know I didn't like that. Um, when they came out with the set, it was just a great looking card. It was very difficult to find. Um, now that we've gotten past this back row here, we're getting into this front row that I got going on here. These three teams, uh, these last three teams that we had to talk about, are they were just very difficult for me to find. Uh, we had bad distribution. And, you know, where Lee and I are from in Oswego, it's a small place. Um, and even if you drove to the mall in Syracuse, you it was hit and miss. Um, I never it, it will wait, but I <laughs> I never found the Nasty Boys uh, until I was about two years ago. I finally got a set of those. So um, demolition was just super tough to find, and they had this super cool entrance hoods that they didn't have earlier on. So I would have loved to have seen a three pack released. I you know they for a while there had the free bird rule going. Right. As tag champs, and I would love to have seen a one-off three-pack release. Those would be worth a million dollars these days. But <laughs> I, you know, I loved, I loved the uh, the demolition set. I really did. It was, it was a cool release. Yeah, just awesome. And then, you know, I, I kind of just realized this too, and it's odd that I didn't really pick up on this last week when we were talking about series one. But you have the unique molding on the torso with the straps and everything. It's yeah. not just painted on. Yeah, no, that, that couldn't have been used. A lot of people use that to customize Bastion Booger. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. But, but, I mean, other than that, there's really not that much you can do. Also, let me grab something real quick. Yeah. I don't need to correct you. For anybody who doesn't have the Hasbook yet, you should get the Hasbook. But I do believe that that two-pack let me read here. I do believe that two-pack uh, tag team Smash has different paint. Does he? Okay, so let me see here. Series, yep, Series 2 Smash has darker red face paint when compared to the lighter red face paint of Series 1. So it isn't actually a full re-release. They did do a different, just a lighter shade of red. Oh, shit, okay. I, I honestly yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, no, it's it's. I wouldn't have it without that book. So like I said, book. <laughs> go grab one of those. Cool now things. I'm gonna sit here staring at all my smashes, looking at the red on the paint after that. Yeah, no, dude, I did the same thing. I had a bag full of like old beaters, and I was like, hold on, <laughs> I'm trying to see if it was true or not. Um, and from the book, it looks pretty, you know, like indiscernible. But yeah, no, it's actually that's the thing. Yeah, and while we're before we move on from demolition. Let me ask you a question. I asked Lee about this last week. Yeah. What the fuck is up with that elbow pad on Smash being all the way up on his bicep? Never noticed that, but that's hilarious. <laughs> like, look Smash, at that. <laughs> Smash is a great looking figure, considering like how goofy and gloomy he always was. If you ever watch an old promo with Smash, like while Axe is talking, he just looks into the microphone and keeps going. Right. <laughs> He's just making goofball faces all the time. Like he's playing with a baby or something. It's like, dude, just chill. Like, like look mean or something. <laughs> like, you got the face paint on and you're doing that shit. You literally look like a clown. And then you want me to think you're tough in 30 seconds. It's, it's not working out. So, right. like, that was another reason I liked uh, Crush uh, for Demolition. But Crush was always terrible on the mic, too. Yeah. And you know what? While I have it in my head, we didn't even bring up the action. So, Smash kind of does have the uh, actual Smash. My action's broken, unfortunately, on this one. But, oh, oh nope, it's working. There he is. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. 
Yep. I got it in reverse. It's yeah, that's kind, of, that's kind of how mine is. I got to, like, rotate it back. <laughs> and then uh, Crush, obviously, he has the uh, pivot at the elbow, and then he has... I the- love that action. that uh, that action, that elbow pivot. I like the double elbow pivot, though, uh, the Texas Tornado style. Right. I, I like those ones even more. Uh, Playability-wise, they were just great things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would say, uh, I would say those and the Mr. Perfect body style were the best as far as playability was yeah easily not not the uh not the rick rude rick flair body no all right listen i get into this a lot with people <laughs> i'm not kidding. i get into this a lot with people hear me out if that action were put on a full-size like badass looking figure and not the little twerp figure bodies that they put it on that would be a cool ass action the headlock the band band it's an awesome action it's a great action everybody this is the action what you really mean is that you don't like the body, and that's fine. They put them on little dinky, twerpy, skinny little bodies. I'm supposed to believe that's Ric Flair? Maybe right. one, two, three kid. But one, two, three kid was the only one it worked for, I thought. Right, right. That was fine, but Rick Rude was ripped up, and then Flair was like, come on, man, you're not telling me that's Rick Rude and Ric Flair. Like, you guys, come on. Right. But the action is not to blame here, and everybody always goes, "Oh, that action sucks." No, it doesn't. The action is amazing. <laughs> I, if they made, it, listen, man, if they would have made a Hogan or a Macho or a Warrior, anybody with that action, everybody would have loved it. I promise you. Well, you yeah, know, they fired up. It's a great action. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe with the WB Retro line, they'll try and uh, recreate that action, and we'll get a Hogan or a Warrior. You should have known when I said, now listen, and sat back. You should have known I was about to sound off. Listen, <laughs> I'm telling you, though, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I love that action. I think it's great. Oh, man. But uh, so we have the Rockers. We have the Bushwhackers. We have Demolition. But let's talk about a team that was supposed to be released with those teams. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, never was. Right. So I believe it was in the Toys R Us ad around this time. I think so. We saw, you know, the ring, we saw the Rockers, we saw the Bushwhackers, we saw Demolition, and there was another team on the outside of the ring, and it was the Honky Tonk Man and Greg Valentine, Rhythm and Blues. I'm going to find it for you right now. Yeah. But for some reason, and I don't know, like I said, maybe my timeline's a little messed up, maybe the team had broken up by the time it was time for these figures to come out. But that we never saw happened. that Greg. That is what happened. Yeah. Uh, the team is looking up. There we go. I've got it right here. Trying to get up here close. There we go. Yep, there it is. You can see it clear as day right there. Once again, shout out to the Hasbook. Get you one. And of course, that Greg is front and center in the in the ad, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great looking figure. Never came out. There was one prototype that I think uh, Cardona's got. Yep. Maybe like 15 grand for it or something like that. But as a customizer, it's a very popular one to have requested and it's a very popular one to see made. And so I made myself one. I'll get up there, see how close I can get. But got myself a little... Yeah, that custom was... prototype to set up on the shelf. This was a fun one to make. It was pretty easy. It's a uh, 3D cast by Dave Calloway, who we talked about last time I was on the show with you. Um, he can make just about anybody for you. So 
I got the the cast from him, quick paint job, and it sits pretty up on the shelf. It looks really nice with the other figures. Yeah, especially if you know the story behind it. You know, when other customer, not customers, when other collectors go over and, and see, like that one always kind of grabs their eye. Yeah, and you know that that figure, you know, the chances of us seeing it aren't dead, you know, because I believe it's Chella Toys are coming out with that uh, rhythm and blues Greg Valentine. Chella Toys is on fire. I know that this is, uh, you know, zombie sailors, a polarizing situation, and, and feel how you want to feel about them, but those figures are amazing. Yep. And have you, you seen the newest drop by zombie sailor? So I have. I still need to pre order, though. I haven't gotten around to it yet. It, the, no, the Jack Tony. Oh, the Jack Tony. Yes, I did see that. Yep. That's coming out next year. Now, I haven't bought any Zombie Seller figures yet. I think that they're amazing. Um, I think that the quality of them is outstanding. And, and people complain about the price. It's $40 for a figure. It's like, dude, that's a really fair price for those, I think. Yeah. I think it's a very fair price for those. I just haven't happened to buy any yet. That Tony for sure will be one of those. Oh, things. absolutely. Jack Tony is a must cop. <laughs> And, uh, you know, there's another one that I want really bad by him, but I won't bring it up with you, Justin, because I know you don't like him. Uh, oh, fuck you. You know what? 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 I, didn't, I, I, I know I what you're say. Come on, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But uh, not even just that. So I believe in January, WB and Mattel are releasing their next series of retros. And one of the figures in that series is Rhythm and Blues Greg the Hammer Valentine. Right. Yeah, I saw so that. You will yeah. see it. I haven't, you know, and that's another thing. I haven't gotten into collecting retros, mainly because I I just, it's this. these are enough, the Hasbro's, and the customs on top of it all. I don't have the room for them. I don't have the space for everything I have right now. But, you know, they're, they're a hell of a lot, a lot cheaper to collect than, than the Hasbro's are, that's for sure. Right, um, but these new ones that are coming out, man, they really got me tempted. They really do. These new ones have been really cool. I wasn't a big fan of the Heart Foundation ones, but the, uh, you know, the the, I don't remember who was it, the Cowboy Bob Orton and me. Right. And yeah. That yeah. series was great. I mean, this new series is something that you want to have, but this next series looks really, really. And, you know, me and Lee did talk about that most recent series on the show as well. I am glad that they're digging deeper into the manager, you know, kind of. Yeah, yeah. With those retros. So we got a Gene Okerlund, a Jimmy Hart. Right. It would have been I cool. Really to really want a Bobby Heenan, no matter what. Like, yeah. it just yeah. it would have been absolutely needed. It would have been cool to see Hasbro kind of to do something like that. A Miss Elizabeth Hasbro figure, you know what I mean? Something like that. It would have been really cool. Or Bobby Heenan. You know, yeah. there could have been a Jimmy Hart. There could have been a lot of things, so. I think they has broke out and dropped the ball there. They missed uh, missed the opportunity to, to sell some figures, but you know, they yeah, crazy. <laughs> we're still talking about them thirty years later. It's crazy that we still even ha haven't even had a. And I say this because you brought up Miss Elizabeth, but a female Hasbro, we've never seen it. Never happened. Yeah, no, it never happened. Somebody, man, I wish I knew who it was because I'm in the groups, man. I, I, I hope this guy doesn't watch this because then he's going to think I'm a dick. This dude made a, a China Hasbro with, uh, it looked like a Papa Shango body. It was spot on. I mean, wow. he did an amazing job. Yeah, like the face mold was great. 
I he put boobs on her somehow. Like I don't know. I mean, I know he used clay, but like that's a just thinking about trying to do that job. It doesn't seem easy. Right. Um, you know, he did. It was an awesome looking China man. He did an awesome, awesome job on that. Yeah, you know, you know, I know you're in the custom game. We talked about that, but yeah, it, some of the shit you guys come up with is fucking incredible. No, no, some them. I'm, I just repaint. I repaint stuff and do silly things like make big hats on my friends. And you know, we talked about Rhythm and Blues, but here's the honky. It ended up being released as a single carded figure. I love that figure so much. Yeah, great. Like that's fucking honky tonk man. Like when you think of honky tonk man, there he is. That is that is Hasbro. That is WWF Hasbro figure. That is childhood. That is amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's just such a great figure. That immediately makes me think of the Trisatter's house, you know, being across the street playing. I think the older brother had that figure. What did he thought? Man, that's that. That was just an awesome, awesome figure. And I usually pose him kind of holding the guitar like that. But if you wanted to flip it, you can do the guitar smash. And my guitar yeah. just fell out of his hand. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's rhythm and blues. What could have been? Like I said, we'll get an incarnation of that Greg Valentine at some point. But unfortunately, we never got to see it in the official WWF Hasbro line. Right. Yeah, and we did get a Greg later on. It was normal Greg, normal blonde, you know, black. That's black actually a good figure. That's a pretty good figure. A lot of people don't know that. Like, if you look close on the trunks, it says Greg in cursive writing. It's just like molded onto the trunks, and they didn't paint it. And you got to look really close, but oh, they seriously? like. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dead, dude. I'm dead serious. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna have to go fucking like inspect. I know. <laughs> I just messed up your whole life. No, You're fucking with my head right now, Chris. Yeah, no, I didn't know that until I got mine. Um, but yeah, it says you know it's got the paint, the hammer on the back is painted on the back of the trunks. But if you look close, I think it's on the upper right of the trunks. It says just Greg. Yeah. Well. Now I'm going to have to look at that. So my my night's going to be occupied. Thanks. to you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you know what? Let's talk about, you know, your favorite team. I believe you said in this Hasbro line. So that's, that's tough to say. What we're going to do is we're going to call these one a and one B or one a and one B. These are the, I I absolutely agree with you. These are the two best. Okay, it doesn't matter which one is the best. These are the two best tag teams. A hundred and ten percent. I'm with you on that. Um, I also want to uh, to go back to something you said earlier. It was you mentioned it being one of the only cool versions of something. I don't remember exactly what you said, but the, this this hawk is, in my opinion, the only acceptable jumper because it a looks great and b. It you know it gave you the ability to do the doomsday device off right the doomsday device you know so playability wise I loved it I thought that it was it was okay to be a jumper I don't like jumpers nobody likes jumpers but that was the one and then the face paint on on uh, animal is just incredible and a lot of people complain about the shoulder pads you know they're they're molded on so it ruined playability man. Not for me. I, I thought these were honestly standalone. I think that they're two of the best figures in the line. But as a tag team, um, you know, maybe the best one that they put out. I have a very fond memory of being at a 
Hills department store. I'm aging the shit out of myself right now with this story, but I was at a Hills department store with my mom and my aunt Cheryl. And they kind of let me wander off because it was okay to do back then. And I found the tag team said LOD and I was like, no fucking way. No way. Because like I said earlier, terrible distribution around here. We happen to be half an hour away at some random store and I find these things. And the nasty boys were just that was the holy grail. We could never find them. We pretty much gave up. When I say we, I mean my best friend who lived across the street from me. We collected together. Um, we pretty much had given up on it. So when I found these guys, I was not leaving the store without them. I begged, pleaded, I did everything I needed to do. I'm pretty sure I signed myself up for a month worth of chores. But I came home with that LOD on card that night. And it was like our second place. It was our our consolation prize when I got home and got to show my best friend, like, you know, hey, man, we got these at least. Um, so I love those figures. I think they're great. I don't mind the shoulder pads being molded on, especially now, because uh, these things are for display now. At 38 years old, they're to look cool. It's not We're not playing with them. So um, I did – I remember as a kid being, like, thinking about it a little bit, but it never really bothered me that much. It certainly doesn't now. I think that they pop on a shelf a lot better because of, of the uh, the pads. And difficult thing now is to find the pads and spikes in good shape. So I'm, I'm fortunate yeah. to have some really nice spikes here. And uh, just real quick before uh, I let you get into LOD here, this figure, this is the animal from that package 30 years ago. So okay. this got lost at my buddy Mike's house, and his parents decided to sell about a year and a half ago, and he went down to the basement and pulled up a box of figures, and I mean, we knew who owned what. That was mine from 30 years ago, so all I had to do was find a hawk, but really, really cool uh, side note that that is the very same animal that I've had forever, so, well, that I had as a child lost for a while there, but yeah, I love these figures, LODs right up there with, with the Nasties as far as I'm concerned as being the best tag team set. Okay, Chris, so you just talked about them. Here we have Hawk and Animal, Legion of Doom, Road Warriors, whichever you prefer, honestly. Like, look at these, just awesome. Same with Demolition, the paint looks great. I'll take a closer look at Animal. You got the yellow in there, uh, the black. Goes great with the red shoulder pads and the red boots and everything. Just pops it's awesome incredible and then hawk you have the screaming head with the paint he has the hawk or the mohawk reverse mohawk whatever you want to call it <laughs> but uh he has that animal has the mohawk and you know you were talking about you don't mind the shoulder pads that much i don't either uh it would have been nice if they could have been removable but i know like it's a different time it's the early 90s yeah yeah, I mean, that's my whole thing. It's like, dude, it was. I think those came out in 92. You know, like, those are awesome figures for 1992. Right. They're awesome figures for 2022. If they came out right now, people would buy them. They'd still complain, but they'd buy them. Yeah, absolutely. That's what Mattel needs to do. Mattel needs to do an LOD retro. <sighs> Me and Lee talked about that, actually. Oh. So we were, just, we were just like, shooting the shit brainstorming like who they could possibly do yeah i said let's do lod but do them in the blue shoulder pads and the blue paint so listen i got yeah they are 
you know, a couple more 3D prints from Callaway. And I'm going to do just that with these guys. Awesome. I haven't touched them yet, but wow. that's what they look like when they get here. I mean, they're they're full body. They don't move or anything, um, but just full bodies ready to paint. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm going to do the, the black and blue WCW Robo Warrior style. Yeah, but you know, I I, I threw out the idea. You know, you want to do the shoulder pads, do the blue shoulder pads for WCW and everything. Yeah, if you wanted to, you could do their original AWA look too. I think would be really cool. Yeah, you know, either way you want to go. Honestly, I like that uh, that AWA that 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 black with the chains and everything. It's cool as shit. Right. Um, like the uh, the cover of the WCW NES game. Like I think that would be a fun project to do too to paint that. Absolutely, and you know, Hawk is the jumper, like you said. It 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 just works with the Doomsday device and everything. It just, it just works with Hawk. It's just the it's the one jumper that looks good. Which is interesting because he is he is a bigger guy. Like Hawk is yeah. no small guy, so it's yeah. weird. Like it works with him as a jumper. Yeah, and I think they did him justice though. I don't think they made him look twerpy or anything like that. No, not at all. With, with flair. Um, you know, that's a, that's a strong looking character right there, but yeah, it's, uh, it's the one good jumper. I say that all the time and I will always say that like, that's the only one of the jumpers that came out the way that they wanted it to, I think. Yeah. And even like the more you examine the shoulder pads, like it has the straps on it. It has the spikes. It's all the little detail is there. Like extremely detailed. And that, that's crazy for, I mean, how much, obviously like these, were at retail when I was still a twinkle in my mom's ten dollars. <laughs> Listen, no, I remember it was I paid ten dollars for the set. Think about that, man. Like, I mean, if you wanted to buy them on the card right now, I think the lowest you're getting them for is about three, three fifty. And I mean, that's that's yeah. real low. If you can find them for that price, you should buy them. Right. Um, they normally go closer to five hundred bucks for the set now on the card. So, you know, it's. To think that I paid ten dollars for them back in the day is insane. And you said it too, like finding these with the spikes that are intact, or at least most of them. Yeah, it's almost an impossible task. Yeah, I um, you know, like I said, I, I got really lucky. This one didn't take too much damage over the years, just being in a box in the basement. And then when I bought that one, I was just sure to buy one that was gonna match up with it and look as as nice. So I spent a little bit of money on it, maybe fifty bucks, but. Yeah everything was there so it was worth the money you know like it it took me a long time to find ones that were in decent enough shape like even these ones here when i got them like the tips of the spikes were kind of like chipped off yeah people just yeah. take like a small amount well, of I, I have i've got that got it. i've got that going on a little bit with with animal not hawk uh but you know i'm looking at one right now on the back of the show. i wouldn't have noticed if i didn't look for it but yeah, you know the 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 tips will, will t uh, break off and uh, some of the paint will wear off and stuff like that. But you know, if they're if they're all still there, or even if most of them are still there, they're incredible looking figures. Yeah, and you know, Animal he has the the press slam there, the power yep. slam. So, yeah. but that press slam, if you did it right, could hold some legs proper as a kid to get that doomsday device executed so absolutely like these were, these were playable i'll, I'll fucking hold them up just to show it like yeah these were playable figures regardless of what anybody will tell you easily no doubt and the detail on them the paint yeah. the shoulder pads even the straps on the boots too when you hold mm -hmm. them up like they're they're all 
they went all out with these fucking figures and they're awesome. Yeah, they really did a nice job in that set. And uh, you know, like I said, like that's why they, there's no I can't say that they're better than Nasty Boys, but I can't say Nasty Boys are better than them either, you know. Yep. And uh, you know, speaking of Mr. Uh, Brian Nobbs and Jerry Sags, we got them right here. The Nasty Boys. So, Justin, let me tell you a story. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> when I was a boy collecting these figures, my, my dear friend Michael had mentioned a few times, these were the ones. And I don't know if it was because we couldn't find them. I mean, they're awesome, awesome looking figures. But I think that the it was the mystique. Like, we knew they existed. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find them anywhere. It was just like Andre the Giant. Andre and these two figures, we just couldn't find them. And we knew they were out there. We would have paid money to go to somebody's house to look at them. You know, it was we just couldn't we we couldn't get them out of our heads. And it was a thing we asked for for Christmas every year for like three or four years. Finally, we gave up, like I said earlier. And um, I was able to get these guys, but we just could not find these figures at all. And this was in the early 90s there was no internet there was no ebay there was no you know there was no way to find stuff if you couldn't find it at the store you were screwed so we never did find them unfortunately um and so when i started recollecting a few years ago nasty boys were like at the top of my hit list i wanted to get those first just to get them in my fucking hands Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And be like, all right, I own the nasty boys finally after 30 goddamn years, right? <laughs> so um I was able to get a nice set. I think I paid 60 bucks for them, which blew my fucking mind apart. Like after all these years, it cost $60 to finally own them. Like Jesus Christ. And that was probably high because I was I started recollecting in the middle of COVID. So same I probably, here. I probably could have got these things for 30 bucks two, two, three years ago, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, Jesus, it's been that long now, but you know what I mean. Four years ago. Yeah. Um. So, finally getting them in my hand was really, really something special to me. Um, it was just like this, this culmination of something that started so long ago and was now started back up and nowhere near finished. I think I had twenty figures mm-hmm. when I got the Nasty Boys. Um, but it was that was the end. Of a story that started a long, long time ago. Finally, getting these figures in my hand, uh, it was worth the wait. They're incredible-looking figures. I thought that they were much more detailed than they are, because my eight-year-old brain had built them up to be, you know, more than they were. But they still, even as they are, are just awesome-looking figures. I'm really looking to customize a set. I want to do an orange set or something like that. Um, but yeah, just these. Look at that. The all black, the graffiti, the beautiful Nasty Boys logo, and the glasses. And I also want to point out the face molds on both of these are so accurate and so great. Oh, yeah. Like, these are just, to me, these are top 10 Hasbro's. Um, You know, if if I can make them one thing, I would put the Nasty Boys in the top 10. Yeah, and you know, like, like you're, you guys are watching this on video and you know, you have photos of them online and everything, but I don't, honestly, I feel like you have to have these in hand to like really do them justice and see how great they are. And it's, it's funny you say that. Uh, I, 
I brought when I got the Nasty Boys, I brought them down to my friend Mike's uh, condo downtown. And I brought Andre with me too because he, like me, until I started recollecting, had never had an Andre or Nasty Boys in his hand. So I, I, you know, I went down there to, to meet up with him. We were going to go have some drinks, but I brought the figures with me to show him finally, right? So I said, hey, man, I brought some friends with me. I hope you don't mind. And I showed him Andre. And he's like, oh, shit, look at that. <laughs> no kidding. And then I handed him the Nasty Boys, and the whole mood changed. It wasn't a, oh, look at that. It, like, his face dropped. His voice changed a little bit. And the next thing out of his mouth was, we fucking wanted these so much. I mean, it was like he really went back in time for a minute there. It was a, a really special moment to see, you know, a kid that was with me the whole time trying to fucking find these things, like I did, finally have him in his hand. And like, but just to hear him say it like that, we, we fucking wanted these so much. As he's staring at him, you know, it really told, told me the story of, like, how hard we really did look for him and, and that I should be right to feel the way I felt when I got him. You know, it was a long, long time. These figures mean a ton to me. I love them. I I truly don't think they're better than LOD. I think that the LOD is the, the best, but I'll never I'll never vote against the nasty boys when it comes to, you know, like I said, it's a one A and one B situation and I change my mind daily. So I absolutely love those figures. I they're like the pride and joy of my collection. And I got some pretty cool shit. I have a one, two, three kid that I care less about than I do these nasty boys. Yeah, f- fuck that uh, five hundred dollar loose one, two, three kid. It's all about the six. I was hey, I was lucky to get that for five hundred. You know what's going for like nine, a thousand now on eBay? Dude, I I still need one, and it it irks the hell out of me that I don't have one on my shelf. I'll make you a custom one. Shit, uh, yeah, I got I got to figure something out because. Yeah, that's I mean, just that's just one you need. You need the one two. <laughs> no, I mean I really will, but no, seriously, I I stole that thing at four ninety five. Wow, it was four it was four ninety five shipped too. So like, I was I was in and out for under five hundred dollars on a fucking nice looking one two three kit. Crazy. But again, like I said, if somebody is like if the dog chewed up the kid or the nasty boys, I'd be like fucking my nasty boys, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah, but you know the story you you told us. You, I, I love hearing shit like that, man. Yeah, like, that's, no, it was, it was that's what I love being this fucking collecting game for. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, you, it's it goes a little bit deeper than just adult nerds with too much money. Some of us have some really great memories. <laughs> no, I'm saying we. Uh, that's all of us. That's right. All of us. I know. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Just. It's fucking great, you know. It's it's just yeah. a feeling of satisfaction. It's yeah. like when I I do get you know these men on card figures, and I go to si- autograph signings, and I get them signed. You know, it's that yeah, long it's, fucking road of like you know having that figure. I, I had uh, I had a, a Kurt retro that I went with Lee and got signed. Uh, and that was a cool experience. I ended up donating it to um, a raffle that we had going on, or something like that. Um, I don't remember. I think it might have been our friend Eddie's dog actually was had gotten sick but in any event I, I ended up giving it away but i did have it for a little bit it was a cool piece to, to have and to see well you know just look over at behind the figures and uh it was a really cool experience so yeah that, that was uh that was a fun thing um the autograph signing and all that shit and i understand you know it's like you get it and you're waiting and so 
to uh, to see the, the nasty boys in his hand and get that reaction and that we want to be so fucking bad. Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was almost as good as getting them in the mail that day and knowing that I had finally gotten them. You know, so right. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. But uh, actually, I'm going to ask you about this. So I talked about this with the Macho Man in Series 1 with Lee last week. How do you feel about the molded wrist tape but not painted? Does it bother you? Is it? I, I'll i be honest with you, man. Until I started recollecting a couple of years ago, I don't think I ever would have noticed that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason I knew about the tape on Macho's hands was because I saw a custom green trunks macho and the, the uh, paint or the tape would be made it up and i'm like that looks fucking cool right like, that really makes it pop you know what i mean so um i usually my answer is this whenever i'm doing a custom for myself i paint the tape if right. i'm doing it for somebody else i ask them hey, you know do you want me to or not because some people don't um but like i think that all of the paint sh- or you know the tape should have been painted. I think if it's on the figure, right, and I should have taken the time to paint it. Um, and not to jump ahead to uh, you know, I think about two months down the road now we'll be talking about this one. But Ludwig Borga, do you know about this? He's got oh, oh boy like, races on his skin. Yeah, yeah, he has. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terrible. Oh man. Yeah, it, like 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 you said, if the tape's molded there, like why not paint it? It's yeah, it, if you have something on the figure, paint. You know, the right. only exception being that super cool hidden Greg on uh, Valentine. Right. Don't forget to look for that. But yeah, I uh, I think if you put it there, like look at LOD. They didn't leave anything that's there. You know, not accentuated. They've got you know all this. These used to be black. <laughs> Mine aren't anymore. But the ties, there's buttons. Everything yeah. that is something is its own color and its own shape and its own texture. Yeah, because like these patches and these ties, they easily could have left that red and you would have been like, okay, no problem. Like, yeah, it would have looked great and nobody would have noticed. Yeah. But again, nasty boys, I'm with you on this, man. Like awesome, awesome, awesome fucking figures. Like these, they knocked it out of the park with these, with the shirts. The glasses, the heads look great on them. Yeah, and the nasties. I mean, you could say this for plenty of Hasbro's, but the nasties didn't really have that long of a WWF run to even right. have figures come out. Um, but they were there long enough to win the belts. I believe that was WrestleMania Seven against the Heart Foundation, mm-hmm. and uh, I think they turned face after that. But yeah, they were there for a minute. They were they. They were there a lot longer than Giant Gonzalez and Skinner, so I, they definitely deserve Hasbro. Yeah, I don't collect MOC. These are that's a set that I will own eventually, and they have a nice case because you know because of the story I told you. I want to go back and, and really have them in my hands, like I was right. supposed to, you know. And, and, and you know what? If you do ever come across that men on card set of the nasties, you better get a picture with it and you oh. know cherish that shit, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. But uh, I didn't even bring up the actions, but, you know, Jerry Sags, he has the little, you know, I don't even know. What yeah, I love I love the action on both of them. They, they both look tough. They both look, you know, they're they're not. I, I don't remember what their finisher was, to be honest with you. It, it's like escaping my head, too, and that's bothering me. <laughs> they had a team finisher, though, didn't they? Right. Yeah, definitely. I don't remember. 
Yeah. Fuck, man. I'll, I'll remember it after this fucking video is wrapped up, too. And it's going to. Oh, be- yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> but those are all of the two packs that we saw in the Hasbro line. I think it's pretty obvious, uh, Chris, but what me and Lee are doing this. What is your favorite of the set? And what is your least favorite or what you think they could have improved on? Okay, that's I mean that's easy. I don't I, I don't like the least favorite, but what they could have improved on would be the Rockers. Uh the pants could have been a little bit more, you know, like the Marty Gennetti series ten. You know, they, they really did that right. They made right. it look great. And that was those were pants that he wore that they wore as the Rockers. They could have done the yellow gear. They could have just done more with the pants. Like they took the time to do the boots. They could have taken a little bit more time. And if they had done that, I think that the Rockers would be maybe over here in front of the, the uh right. the like completely different um, figures if they did that so yeah of, of course it would i mean they'd be really really you know great looking maybe one of the better looking sets um because i understand anybody who wants to argue that demolition isn't great looking. Mm-hmm. i'm not saying that i feel that way i'm saying that if somebody told me they felt that way i would not argue with it um so yeah i think that they really could have done better with the rockers Again, iconic, absolutely like when I think Hasbro WWF figures and like the commercials and the 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 ads for Toys R Us, I think of the Rockers, hundred percent. But they could have done better with those. Uh, favorite, I guess today it's going to be the Nasty Boys. Tomorrow it might be LOD. <laughs> <laughs> but but for today, let's give the W to Knobs and Sags. Yeah, so I'm with you. I'm going least favorite on the Rockers. Definitely, you know, they could have added a little bit more deco to the tights, and I think they just would have been up there after that if they had done that. And, bro, it's a fucking toss-up for me with LOD and the Nasties. Yeah, as it should be. And there's no that's that's a fine answer as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think I'm going to give the edge to LOD. But it's it is very fucking close, man. No, I like that. I like that. We split. We're saying it's super close. I feel like we should split it right down the middle of right uh, our choices. So that's that's perfect. Like I I've been thinking about it this whole episode, and I'm like, damn. Like each time I pick them up, it just makes me love it even more. <laughs> I mean that, and really, that's that's all we ever wanted was to have our match with LOD and Aston Boys when we were kids. You know what I mean? And we never right. got a chance to do that, unfortunately. So. Um, those that's and that's why because those were the two best tag teams, right? Now I I also think that they should have given us a natural disasters tag team set. Oh, easily, definitely, I agree with you one hundred percent. And I think that if they did that and they put maybe uh, the red, white, and black gear on Earthquake, it would have been a game changer. Like oh, that would yeah. definitely been really cool. That's another. I, I know last time I was on, we were talking about Lee at the end of the show asking what the hardest was, and I said I've been getting my ass kicked by an earthquake. So I have a rule. If I lose three times, I I can just quit if I want to. Mm-hmm. I quit on that earthquake. It's never <laughs> I'm not making it. Fuck that thing, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought that up too. If if they had done that earthquake and matching gear with Typhoon, just yeah. fucking game changer, man. Dude, it would have been a great box set. Are you kidding? Would have looked awesome. Especially if you had done that blue earthquake that we did get, and then like maybe a tugboat in the. Same I way. think that blue earthquake, by the way, is is in my top five or ten. 
It's oh, definitely dude, it's got that. Fantastic. Absolutely. It's such a great fucking figure, dude. It's so great. It's so great. That's why I wanted to make it custom, but I sucked at it, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've made plenty of nice ones. <laughs> yeah, man. I've never talked about the ones that don't work out. This kind of feels nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been fun talking to you, man. This yeah, man, was... as always, as always. Yeah, the, the, this was, you know, the tag team sets of the WBF Hasbro line. Me and Lee talk about it on the show a lot. I think tag team wrestling is, especially today, just so underappreciated, you know? I mean, you're talking to the wrong guy. I've never been a fan. My grandfather, who got really? me wrestling, used to scream at me because that was the best wrestling there is. And, all right, Grandpa. I never, I never liked it. But we had, I mean, when I was coming up, I had these guys as my tag team division, which I now truly do appreciate because man, I had it good and I didn't like it. So like I should have, I should have appreciated more what I had going on when I was watching. Yeah. Legendary tag absolutely team. love the tag teams, man. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, you may as well call me Karen too. Cause I love to see the managers as well. <laughs> But, uh, you know, this has been the tag team sets for the WF Hasbro line. Chris, it's been fucking awesome having you here, man. Absolutely. Thanks uh, for having me. Great insight, great stories. But, uh, yeah, to wrap it up, Chris, do you have anything you want to plug? Any social media, anything like that? No social. Uh, I mean, if you want to check out the uh, the struggle on, on customs, it's Q's Hasbro Customs on Instagram. Uh, other than that, just once again, Lee, we love you, brother. Hope you're hanging in there. Appreciate you uh, having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Lee will be back with me next week. Uh, You know, love you, man. But uh, make sure you check us out on our social media here on Perched on the Top Rope. You can find us on Facebook at Perched on the Top Rope. You can find us on Twitter at Perched Top Rope because Perched on the Top Rope is too long. Fuck you, Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Instagram also at perched on perched top rope because perched on the top rope is too long. Fuck you, Instagram. Uh, but Twitch, Twitch, you can find us at perched on the top rope where uh, Alex Todd will be streaming, you know, his wrestling games. And me and him have a project in the works to watch some old TNA shows. So be on the lookout for that. Hey now. And TikTok, you can catch us at perched on the top rope where you can see selena scenes of all the greatest moments in professional wrestling history such as Zack Ryder winning the intercontinental championship at wrestlemania 32 and if you disagree go fuck yourself and make sure well, you check out the main show <laughs> i guess you told them <laughs> make sure you check out the main show every friday as well as this show here perched on the top rope where myself and lee talk about our favorite wrestling figure lines. And for the next few months, we will be going over the WF Hasbro's continuing next week with series two. And ladies and gentlemen, to close it all off, if it's not in a case, you don't have the chase. We're out.